was around in the end. It was fighting ground. It was fight on the seas and oceans. It was fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing ground. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. us coming in hot baby we resonate that is the resonation of information across the nations mmm wagwan everyone how are you today I sincerely hope your day has been wonderful to this point but I'm here to make it even better alright cuz what do we have for you today we got Donovan what do you know about Donovan Probably not much, okay? This guy is like, he was, he was a 60s guy. The juice, his juice was in the 60s. He hung out with the Beatles. He hung out with Rolling Stones and Beach Boys. Donovan, we'll talk about him in a bit. Before we get to him though, let's talk about the movie we watched while we were setting up the lounge today. We'll throw on a movie as we're pulling the chairs off the tables, you know, pressing the fresh juice, arranging things. Everybody here at the lounge, all the staff, we get together and we eat lunch and we watch a movie and we talk about it after. So today, the movie was 1993's Carlito's Way. Brian De Palma directing Al Pacino. Penelope Ann Miller. Oh, it's a great movie. I'm just not a big uh, Penelope Ann fan. That's not to say anything about anything, okay? That's just an opinion. Yeah, it's a cool movie. Have you seen it? It kind of slipped by me. It came out in 1993, and I didn't see it until I was probably 
a late teenager instead of a 10-year-old. But, uh, yeah, man, the streets. The streets of 1975. NYC. Manhattan. Uptown. The mean streets. Carlito. Tragic. My favorite characters are Laline and Sasso, a.k.a. Ron. <laughs> Check out the movie. Okay, let's get into Donovan. This dude, born Donovan Phillips Leach in 1946. Another true baby boomer. You know, born in Glasgow. He still lives. Donovan, as we'll see today, was a hippie, a big hippie. He played hippie music. He started off in folk and then just like flowed with it, following what Bob Dylan was doing in America with American folk tunes. And then a lot of people in the UK were also digging on those American folk tunes at the same time. So they kind of started off on the same path. Bob Dylan was best known for what he did, folk to electric rock. Donovan did the exact same thing, but Donovan's from Scotland, not America, and did it just a couple years later. And that makes sense to me because that's, you know, kind of the how long it would used to take for American trends to get across the ocean with the communication means that existed at the time. Mail order records. <laughs> to hear it for the first time because things that were, you know, cool in the UK sometimes wouldn't get airplay in the States for various reasons. You know, the, the huge market that was America, the American uh, rock and roll consumer. No play. That's why the British invasion was such a big deal. You know, they busted down any barriers like that that existed. Can we just stop for a second and acknowledge how fantastic it is the access that we have to basically the entire world history catalog of music that has been preserved at our fingertips, essentially for free? Think about that. We're so lucky. We're so lucky that I can just be like, hey, go listen to this song. And you can be like, okay, sure. How lucky we are. How lucky I am to be able to do this. Some of the songs that you hear on this show may not yet be available on your streaming platform. They have not been digitized, which I think is cool. So there's some secrets here. I have some secrets to share with you. I am the gatekeeper of the juice via my access to the database, okay? <laughs> Moving on. Donovan, like I said, he's old as hell, but he still lives. This guy had a real eclectic style, which I think was indicative of that UK version of hippie is hippieism hippiedom the Piccadilly Circus version of hate Ashbury and when you're living that life you're hearing lots of different types of music I imagine so Donovan in his tunes you'll hear jazz folk like I said pop he turns pop psychedelic rock the introduction of Eastern instruments into his sound, which wasn't really happening. And 
until they went to India. In 1966, Donovan was arrested for holding weed, and it was a big deal. Because guess what? That prevented him from playing at the Monterey Pop Festival in 1967, where he was scheduled to perform. In 1968, he went to India with the Beatles along with Beach Boy singer Mike Love, Rosemary's Baby actress Mia Farrow, Rosemary was there, and they went to study yoga and meditation with Maharishi Mahesh, their yogi, in the Himalayan foothills, which must have been a time. <laughs> must have been quite the time. That's where Donovan wrote the second song that we're going to hear. But, before we get into that, let's listen to what this hippie music I'm talking about sounded like with all these different sounds and instruments involved. One thing I can guarantee you though is, you will find the rhythm. Because there's so much going on in there, you know. This song came out in 1966 in the US. They call this psychedelic pop. The song's called Sunshine Superman. <laughs> Sunshine came softly through my window today. Could have tripped out easy, but I've changed my way. It'll take time, I know it.
Okay, so what a tune. I guess it's about a guy trying to get a girl and he'll do anything. Uh, yeah. Lyrics are, uh, you know, well, maybe, maybe he's talking about a girl. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he was tripping out on drugs when he wrote the song, right? Maybe it's about his pet canary or something. Anyways, Donovan, early in his career, his backing band included a couple of guys named John Bonham and John Paul Jones, who are probably more famous for being in the band Led Zeppelin. That band with uh, that other guy, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Just kidding. Led Zeppelin's the name of the band, not the name of any of the guys, obviously. I wonder if anybody doesn't know that. Eh, probably. So, now you do. Donovan enrolled in art school, but dropped out to pursue the beatnik lifestyle. And I was like, what? That's pretty cool. That was pretty countercultural thing to do, for sure. With this baby boomer, whose parents, you know, had probably toiled and suffered during the war. And they raised this hippie, and he's just like, whatever, mom and dad, I'm out of here, man. I'm gonna go be an artist, man. I'm out of here. Cheerio. Donovan had a couple kids. They're both, they were both actors. Most famous of them being his daughter, Ion Sky, who was famous herself for being in that movie Say Anything, and also The River's Edge. I was like, what? Her dad was Donovan? I was like, holy crap, that explains some things. Because it's always just like, well, man, did she ever fall off after the 80s? Uh, but she was rich the whole time, so who cares? She's probably like, oh, I'm a painter now. <laughs> I do art now. <laughs> okay, check this out. We're only going to hear one more song. But... Uh, I wish I had a better record, a better Donovan record. This Greatest Hits record that I am playing today is sorely lacking. Actually, it doesn't have the song Atlantis, which is one of my favorites, which is featured in the Goodfellas soundtrack, which, and the song goes like this. Way down below the ocean Where I wanna be He made me way down Yeah, that one, you know that one, eh? You've seen Goodfellas, of course, right? What a great song, how did it not make the greatest hits? I think it's because that song came out in 1969. And this crappy album I have only encompasses, probably cuts off in 1968. So it goes like this. Donovan came out on the scene in 1965 in the UK with a song called Colors. Colors, Colors, Cut, Cut, Colors. No, not that Colors. Some other song called Colors, which I am not playing for you today because I'm like, it's not as good as these other ones. 1966 had Sunshine, Superman, and Mellow Yellow. Remember that one? They call me Mellow Yellow. Quite rightly. Yeah, that was a big tune. When I first heard that song, I was like, what? I thought Mellow Yellow was a drink. <laughs> the off-brand Mountain Dew for off-brand extreme dudes. The off-off-brand extreme dudes. In 1968... Donovan came out with the next song I'm going to play you. 
You might have heard it before if you've seen the movie Zodiac about the Zodiac Killer with RDJ and Jake Gyllenhaal, I think. This is a scary song. (laughs) This song he wrote, Donovan wrote, this is the one he wrote in India, and he was intentionally trying to write a hit that would break in the U.S., and who was making hits in the U.S. around that time? Well, a lot of bands, but one of them was called The Doors. And they like to write songs that will probably remind you of this one. I remember playing this song over the uh, record store's PA system. And some girl commented to her boyfriend, she's like, Oh my god, this song is so scary. And I was like, whoa, the power of song. (laughs) So don't get too scared when we listen to it, okay? Don't get too scared. Get a little scared, though. It's good to be a little scared sometimes. A star in my vast deep I opened my eyes to take a peek To find that I was by the sea Gazing with tranquility Just then when the hurdy-gurdy man Came singing songs of love Then when the hurdy-gurdy man Came singing songs Histories of ages past, unenlightened shadows cast. Down through all an eternity, the crying of humanity. Tis then when the hurdy-gurdy man comes singing songs of love. Then when the hurdy-gurdy man comes singing songs of love. Rolling, rolling, and he's singing songs of love. 
Trust me, right? I'm gonna be bringing you to the juice, even if you'd never heard of the artist and you never heard of the song before. I wanted to come back though, I didn't want to leave you with that one in case anybody got too scared. <laughs> that is gonna be it for the show though, my friends. So I hope you had fun, I hope you learned something. The Drake Tally is currently at 39 for Drake to blast back, and it's tight now, 38 for Drake. Not to Blast. So Blast Back is still in the lead. So that's ongoing. I am, for full disclosure's sake, I am in the Not Blast camp, by the way, because I am against gun violence, silence the violence, and shun the guns, okay? But there was a couple notable uh, new Drake lulls, pros and cons. Drake Pro, someone pointed out that much like the Beach Boys, Drake stays true to his school, to Toronto, which I respect, so that's a pro. And hilarious Drake con, when Drake didn't have a beard. <laughs> yeah, the beard helped though Drake a lot, I think. It's good. All right, my friends. Bring it back here one time in just about 24 hours. Meet up with me again. I'll have more of this pure juice for you. Okay, keep cracking open the safes. We'll keep spreading the word, spreading the information, sharing some thoughts, stories, ideas, and laughter. Okay? <laughs> That's going to be it for me, but don't worry. I will see you tomorrow. Peace, baby. Peace, peace, peace.